beautiful people how are you long time no talking i really it's been like two days but just to clarify when i really when i do my podcast i really like research and make sure i have reliable sources so i'm not giving you guys false information but welcome to elise's view i'm elise in this podcast series i talk about different topics everyone goes through and i also educate the uneducated on topics that they don't know about or that you just might want to get more information on to clarify, I talk from my perspective and only my perspective. With that being said, I always say a quote and song that goes with the topic that I'm talking about. So the quote is actually from the song that's with the topic today. So the quote is, the skin is not considered equal. A meteor has right, a more right than white people. And this song is called Stakes is High by De La Soul, which is produced by the amazing Jay Dilla, the one and only. Rest in peace to him, my guy. So the topic today, or topics today, is mass incarceration, black power. I said black power. Well, technically, Black Panthers in the history of police, which kind of all go hand in hand, so it's gonna kind of be the same information a little bit, you know, like. But it's okay. So here we go. Let's get into mass incarceration. So, Thirteenth <clears throat> Amendment. I'm gonna talk about Thirteenth Amendment every single episode that I speak on. That in- that's talking about black people. Okay. So, Thirteenth Amendment was the abolished quote-unquote abolishment of slavery unless you are a slave to the state which means you're incarcerated which is why this episode is called loopholes because they found a loophole within that amendment it was passed by the state the senate on april 8th 1864 i hope to be a senator one day by the way if we live that long and by the house on january 31st 1865 okay we make 12.5% of the population. The American justice system holds almost 2.3 million people in the, in the, um, in their jail system. And we're gonna, when I talk about, oh, my bad, I have all types of, 54 of the jail population is represented by black people and a little bit of Hispanics. So, and we make 12.5% of the population and we make more than half of the population in jail which means one out of every three or one out of every two black boys will be put in jail or incarcerated and women especially black women are the hot like starting to be more and more incarcerated for doing things free the bitches who are free the women who killed their rapists by the way so the american justice system holds almost 2.3 million people and so we have 1,833 state prisons, 110 federal prisons, 1,772 juvenile correctional facilities, 3,134 local jails, 218 immigration prisons, 80 Indian County jails. I just think that's really unnecessary. But the 13th Amendment didn't do shit. It lives among us in prisons, as I said. Every year, over 600,000 people enter prison gates, but people go to jail 10.6 million times, like, within a year. Fun fact, real quick, although it's not fun, a fact, most people in jail have not been convicted, they're just sitting in there, which happens to a lot of our black brothers and sisters, and our other brown brothers and sisters. This is unfair to those who who are poor, because they have no money to bail themselves out, so they have to wait for trial to see what they can do. And sometimes they can't afford the right lawyer, sometimes they don't, don't have the right resources, so people are wrongly convic- convicted or just sitting in there that's what happened to which is a really fucked up story i can't watch this documentary um yeah uh at least one in four people go to jail will be arrested again 
within the same year, often those who experience poverty, mental illness, and substance disorders. I don't, like the last one, not so much um, in the black community today, maybe like in the 90s, but like the first two, definitely. The U.S. makes 5% of the population, but the U.S. population has nearly 25% of the world's jail population. One of every, I already said that fact. I'm sorry, I'm reading my script. So, yeah, like I said, one out of every two or three black boys will be incarcerated. And it's just like, to me, the incarceration system was actually, basically every system that was created was not created for minorities, especially black people, since we were slaves when all these systems were created. Nothing was created for us to succeed. Nothing was created on our behalf. And these motherfuckers do not want to protect us. So this whole ideal this whole idea of oh yeah maybe if more of us join the system and i know i want to be a senator and shit but it's like there's only when you're a black person within the government there's only are doing government work or federal work there's only so much you can do and your hands are tied behind your back because they're really not on your side for real they let your black ass in there for a reason as representation or diversity for real or they really want you so it's like literally we weren't allowed to read until like the 1900s and we still weren't educated and we're still not that educated and it's sad because of all the things that they put down on us for us not to reach our full potential it's time for us to reach our full potential but it's going to be hard because all these restraints that they created for us they keep us down so speaking on the history of the police so the origins of modern day police like the mentality can be traced back to slave catchers slash patrol officers except patrol officers might as well fuck and the 1700s was created to establish a system of terror to prevent slave uprisings although they were already happening but they just wanted to prevent them to strike fear into us by using excessive force so the police were never created to protect anyone but white people it was literally just created to um, protect white people. They were scared of us, especially after slavery was ended. They really buckled down on that. The slave catchers had the same stars. They had the same do- like they had dogs. All the same tactics that slave catchers did, the police used. So I call them modern day slave catchers. I don't call police police. I call them slave catchers. Okay. This is why the idea of being a police officer needs to stop especially being a black person they will hang you and they will kill you police and i forgot what city city it is but they sprayed their own senator in the eyes and arrested him along with their councilwoman who are both black so they don't give a fuck who you are and i bet you when obama was in office they'd have probably arrested his ass if he did half the shit trump did he'd have probably been died of natural quote-unquote natural causes okay but there's also um, stop and frisk for one of the people who were a candidate at the beginning of the election with Bloomberg. Well, I'm so glad that he died. I said he died. Oh, let me know. Who dropped out? <laughs> My bad, yo. I was cracking up because he didn't die. I, that was wrong with me. I do not wish death upon anybody. My bad. But, you know, like... Bloomberg was a horrible candidate, and he, that nigga did not, was not for black people, but who is for real? Not even ourselves, honestly, truly. We need to work on that as a people. But yeah. Um, but like I was saying, this year, police, these motherfuckers was 
not created for us and not beneficial for us in any type of way, shape, or form. They might help us here and there. There's some good ones, but there is more bad apples than there is good, and that's the issue. So we need to not get rid of, but just redo the system that is beneficial for everybody and is not beneficial for white people. We need a fair system, but that's in a perfect world. We need to be realistic this Moving along to Black Panthers. I didn't realize this episode was going to be so quick. But it was created in 1966 in Oakland, California by college students. Those college students were Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale. I don't know why I can't say Huey. But um, it was basically, or it was, a revolutionary organization with the ideology. 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 Dumbass. Mind your black nationalism, socialism, and, and armed defense for black people. So basically, a um, organization for black people that is beneficial to us, to our people, to help uprise us, to do all that good shit. You know? Yeah. But you know, Newton Huey was murdered in his neighborhood, which is fucked up. Not surprised though, because they, they love to do that. But, anyways. These motherfuckers dressed in all black. They wore berets. They wore uh, leather. They were the real deal. They would actually. They, these motherfuckers actually would fight police and kill police and shit like that. They were no joke. They were not playing with y'all. I think this is what we need to do today, but y'all don't be on shit for real. But it's okay. But yeah, they um, they found this in the wake of the assassination of black nationalist, my favorite Malcolm X, who I love. I feel like he was like a reincarnated Nat Turner. But we're gonna be quiet. And after the police in San Francisco, also, oh, and also after the police in San Francisco shot and killed an unarmed black teen named Matthew Johnson, looked that situation up. It was fucked up. By the time in 1968, the movement had 2,000 members across large minority communities. This is like Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, basically whatever large city there was. There was a Black Panther Party move- movement there. Newton and Steele on a Marx, Marxist. Damn, I can't read my handwriting. Anyways, so basically they created this ideology of a 10-point program to end police brutality and, pl- and have employment for black people, have more land for black people, have housing and justice for black people. So basically create this program and this plan to help make us better, like make the community better. And they really saw the importance of the black dollar and just of black people, all that. But they were portrayed as a gang and violent and not beneficial. And, you know, per usual, why people are scared of us when we're doing something that is good for our people and they see us bad. So, yeah. So, y'all know they dismantled us and made us weak and did all this extra shit for it to end. So, yeah. Fuck the government. Although I want to work for the government. Fucked up, ain't it? But, anyways, fun fact black panthers are the reason for free food at public schools like free lunch free breakfast at public schools for the poor white people who live in a fucking trailer park and be hating on the little you know the fuck they all call white trash ass motherfuckers who are poor and love trump but he hates y'all yeah if it wasn't for black people doing all that extra ass shit y'all little ass kids your toothless ass kids wouldn't have free lunch or free breakfast you dumb ass bitch yeah but, 
I'm going to read the 10-point program for you guys. Or, I said 10-point program. 10-point plan that they had. And you guys can um, look it up yourselves. Read it. Do more research on these topics for y'all. I just wanted to keep it short and sweet for you guys. Because I don't... I know, like, if something's very lengthy, people won't, like, listen. So, I try to keep my shit between 15 to 30 minutes. So, here's the 10-point plan. Number one, we want freedom. We want power to determine the destiny of our black community. Number two, we want full employment for our people. Number three, we want to end to the robbery by the capitalists of our black community. Number four, we want decent housing fit for the shelter of human beings. Y'all know what the fuck they're talking about. Oh, my God. And this applies to Native Americans, too. Those who live in the projects or reservations, it's like... I think it's unethical and unconstitutional how badly it is, you know? And I I feel sorry if you are not to offend anybody in that situation, if you're listening or anything like that. It's just unconstitutional to me how you could treat a human being like that. But, you know, for hundreds of years and still to this day, they don't consider us humans for real. Number five, we want education for our people that exposes the true nature of this American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in present-day society. Still have it. Number six, we want all black men to be exempt from military service. Damn right. Number seven, we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. Never will happen. Maybe one day. Number eight, we want freedom for all black men in federal, state, county, and city prisons and jail. Black men and women in today's society. Number nine, we want all black people when brought to trial to be tried in the jury of their peer group or people from the black communities as defined by the Constitution of the United States. Because y'all know with that jury duty and shit, they love to use white people, just white people. Like, they only have, like, one or two black people, so nobody can say nothing. Number ten, we want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, and justice, and peace for our people. And that is the 10-point plan for the Black Panthers that would, that they thought would help the Black community, which it would, in my opinion. But with that being said, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. But remember, you're in charge of how you feel. You should always choose happiness. Have an amazing day like you. Or remember, last month was not Spirit Month. We still have fighting. It's Black Lives Matter today, tomorrow, and every fucking day. Keep sharing and reposting. Thank you.